Welcome, we are the Ladybirds, and we are here having open conversations about mental health, sex, and womanhood. Dear diary, my teen angst bullshit has a body count. Don't have sex, because you will get pregnant and die. You can't do anything unless you're the center of attention. Don't have sex in missionary position. Need a boyfriend who's not such a complete bonehead. Don't have sex standing up. All I see is pork soils. You're a virgin, you can't drive. Just don't do it, promise? I am Kate, and I like witches and smashing the patriarchy. And I am joined with... I'm Gabby, and I like folk music, and I like, I like, I like snow days. (laughs) And I am the third disembodied head, and I am Mandy. Um, and I like to talk about sex all the time, all the time, and movies all the time, all the time, all the time. You know, big character traits of mine. So, (laughs) but, uh, today we decided we're going to do a little relaxed episode, a little shorter episode, and let's just talk about Tinder, but more generally, we want to talk about online dating and dating through apps especially brought on by the pandemic. Dating through apps is kind of your only avenue, I would say, right now for most people. And so we wanted to talk about how we have navigated it, some of our tips, tricks. And this episode will also lead into kind of a mini series we're going to be doing, partly inspired by some of our favorite storytelling pods like The Moth and Modern Love. We're going to release a couple of episodes of people's short stories with dating, dating on apps, their experiences. Some of them will be funny. Some of them will probably be sad. So definitely keep an ear and eye out for that. We're going to jump into it. Most of us are familiar with Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, all these apps. But the question of how many people are actually on them, this is kind of crazy to say, but Tinder estimates there's about 50 million users worldwide, which is insane if you think about it. There's about 10 million daily active users and There are 6 million Tinder subscribers, which that kind of blew my mind because being on Tinder, they're always plugging, spend $15 or whatever, $10 a month. They're always plugging it. I'm like, who the fuck pays for Tinder premium? Sorry to sound so judgmental. Turns out 6 million people do. I think what's crazy is that they've processed about 1.6 billion swipes um, from Tinder. I think 1.6 billion swipes a day or something like that. I saw that. It's crazy. Over time, my thoughts about Tinder and just dating online have changed a lot. And I do definitely think it was influenced from being pre-relationship and post-relationship. But for a while, for me, I really struggled with the online dating because it just felt gross for a while swiping. And like, I think it was a lot of my internalized own fears. I was too insecure I think with myself to be on it because I the whole time I was like if I am just looking at a person like this and swiping right or left I should say what are they swiping for me and so I didn't really use it until kind of in the last year and particularly with quarantine I had been trying to pursue kind of avenues in real life and obviously with quarantine and and the pandemic it's really challenging and I remember one day Gabby was like Mandy like if this is something you want, 
it's the apps. Like, you just got to do it. And I just was like, you know what? You're fucking right. I got to put on my big fucking girl pants and get on the apps. And I did it. And, uh, you know, it's been an interesting journey. But uh, I'm happy that I'm on it. I definitely think um, for me, what helped a lot was I'm a more secure person. And also for a while, a lot of my thoughts is like, you want to meet somebody organically. You want to like, you know, meet them at a bar or at school. And while that is really cool I do not think it necessarily I don't think your relationship is it negates like the connection or how great a relationship can be when you find them on tinder and dating apps I think that's kind of an older school way of thinking that I think can be insidious in some ways because I do think the apps are like a great tool that we can use with we're in an age of technology and I think why not use it for me I mean I met my current boyfriend through a dating app through tinder in specific and for the longest time this was such a conversation that I would have with my therapist about putting myself out there and how and I think she always brought up this point of dating apps is not as unorganic as a lot of people want to think it is. There is a lot of negative stuff that can come with the fact that it's online and you're not seeing that person face to face and you sort of can take away the human aspect of mm-hmm. it quite easily. But I think there's also what it can also release is this sort of idea that you have to present the mm-hmm. ultimate version of yourself and you really get to pick and choose who and when you're speaking to someone and who and when and how you're opening up to someone. And I think that part is just, in the world that we live in now, is just not as unorganic as people want to think or people have thought. Like, I definitely did. I remember just not wanting to meet someone through an app Mm -hmm. because I really did feel like you said that it would invalidate certain feelings or the the seriousness of the relationship and then having to tell someone my parents my other friends that I met someone through an app just felt Mm -hmm. like almost like the reason that we met in the first place was solely because of a sexual need or something like Mm -hmm. that, which is not the case. People are on apps for all kinds of reasons. But I think that's such a common one is having that sort of level of shame or embarrassment that that's how you met and it wasn't this meet cute way. But who gives a shit? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't change anything of what that relationship can become and build. And read somewhere that really thought was interesting, and I'm not sure how accurate this is, but 85% of Tinder users say I love you within the first year of dating compared to 80% of offline daters. And I, I can say that that is true for my relationship we definitely said i love you before what's interesting is now i'm hearing stories of like people who are getting married or who have been in long-term relationships with people that they met on tinder and i think that's where i personally feel more comfortable now being a little bit more vocal because in a weird way enough time has passed for a while i found that most of my friends that their relationships have come from dating apps like most of the people around me that's how they've met because i was thinking about it Dating apps now feel very much like it's for sex or for hookups, Mm -hmm. uh, nothing serious kind of thing. And then I just think it's funny that when you look at like online dating, 
10 years ago, it very much felt like the widow that, you know, yes. was old and needed a partner. That's where they would go, which yeah. is kind of funny. To I think. actually got a statistic from I was on the Pew Research Center and it said about one in 10 adults have been in a either a committed relationship and or married through dating apps yeah. nowadays. That's and that amazing. they said percentage wise, that's about 12 percent of adults. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, it it makes sense. And I think you can find intimacy and you can build like uh, you can build a repertoire and a connection with somebody pretty early on. And I think it's about how you present yourself. And my thing for Tinder is keep my bio really short. And I have one question, and that is, what's your favorite scary movie? And it's interesting because what I found was the potential gentleman callers that like answered that question that w- it was a way for me to vet who I was going to respond to because <laughs> it meant that they were looking at the profile that they thought about something and also it gave me like as I talk about movies are, are really important to me and like it gave me right off the bat something for me to talk about and have an organic conversation and kind of from there depending on how it goes that's how I knew okay am I interested am I not um and i got some pretty funny responses but yeah so just put in your bio what's your favorite scary movie so but, i feel like uh, that's such a good way to ask people because i feel like the answer tells you i feel like yes. a, your favorite scary movie yes. tells you a lot about a person totally yeah <laughs> i think what's really important to talk about there is that sort of gamification of dating apps because it's yeah. addicting as hell to just be swiping <laughs> and you're not even paying attention you're not even really looking or caring because you already sort of have it in your mind that you're not going to meet anyone or at least not meet up with anyone. And I think that's really interesting. I definitely did that at mm-hmm. points in my life. But I would just swipe for fun as a form of valid- validation. Yeah. And and then I sort of had conversations with my therapist about my insecurities. And eventually it was when I had those conversations with my therapist and she was like, it's not unorganic to meet someone on a dating app. That's totally normal. And that is actually a really healthy thing to do because it is a form of putting yourself out there and you're not hiding necessarily behind a screen. You can choose not to do that at least. And Eventually, like, I met Seb, and I think I entered a really healthy space before I met him, but I think before I I did, before I had gotten to that point, I really used dating apps as a form of validation, and I think when you're seeking validation, whether it's sexually, romantically, or otherwise, we're often not in a good headspace. I definitely wasn't, and, like, I get it. We're all doing it. We've all done it at least at some point, and it's not the end of the world, but it's also kind of fucking sucks because I think the way you end up treating the people that you're just swiping on is in this very inhumane way Mm -hmm. and very sort of it becomes a very online game thing and I think the other part is take away the online part and just think of dating in general when you enter a relationship because you need validation I just feel like you're entering into an unhealthy relationship. And that's whether you're yeah. with like talking about friends or talking about a sexual or romantic partner. When I first started using Tinder, I just swiped a lot just because I think I was looking for validation and I wanted to see how many people would match with me. And then for me, what helped, I found the most effective was like I 
stop swiping just to swipe and I was like if I'm only going to swipe right if I'll be excited with this person messaged me because I think it is very much a slippery slope and it's something that like I have to continue to work on where like am I on this because I'm interested in meeting meeting somebody or am, am I on this to you know because shit's hard I've been in quarantine in a room and I want to, to remind myself that people think I'm hot <laughs> you know like, <laughs> have you guys gotten any like crazy tinder messages honestly i am so pissed i got this one late some guy was like would you ever sell me like feet pics or burping pics or like or burping <laughs> sounds and i fucking found it like a month after i'm like fuck i actually would have done that i was like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> that's probably the weirdest one and then i get a lot of men that are like hey trouble or what's up trouble you look like trouble and i'm like I mean, thank you. I'll take that. I haven't been on in a really long time. So I have a, I can't really remember. <laughs> I did have that one guy that like I started talking right as quarantine hit. And oh, I then he nice. like, we exchanged numbers and we were going to go on a walk. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not interested. And, I, and then he just kept messaging me until I had to block him because he just wasn't getting the hint. And I was like, cool, this isn't fun. I think I remember seeing it was literally like every month. I was like, what up? Yes. What up? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. And he would send me songs that he would sing. And I was like, please oh, stop. God. I don't want oh, this. God. I had a really weird one that stands out in my mind um, that <laughs> happened over coronavirus. I had Tinder for like a really, really short period of time. And it was one of those things that I like, I put something in my profile that, and I can't remember like how I phrased it, but it basically was like, if you're not voting for Biden, like, there's no reason to swipe just swipe left like because <laughs> totally. it's not gonna work out and so some guy swiped on me and then um I actually took a picture of the text message because it was so upsetting and I pulled it up for this um he said so you're spelt wrong spelt y-o-u-r so you're voting for the guy who is on the child molesting and torturing team lol two and then two thumbs up emojis and then and this is all I'm not answering any of this this is all just him right in a row team pizza huh lol let's wake up now and then in a separate message please spelt with a million e's and then in another message pizzagate isn't a theory it's backed up by it's backed up hard and being exposed your peeps will go down with epstein sorry to tell ya and <laughs> what a psychopath part of me wanted to fuck with him but then i just did the big girl thing and oh, uh, reported him to tinder immediately oh fuck yeah <laughs> and flagged his profile <laughs> so yeah that was the weirdest one i got recently and then That's i do crazy. get the occasional like gross one where like yeah. i don't know if you guys get the ones where they're just like do you like eight inches and i'm like oh god no goodbye <laughs> no thank you <laughs> Whatever the reason is that you're on there, I think you need to remember that like, yes, this is a really exhausting process, but entering this can be a really fun experience and it's a great way to meet people. And if it doesn't work, it's not the end of the world. It's never going to be the end of the world. Yeah. And I think just entering it with like less of a weight on your shoulder and like mm -hmm. this is just another person that you are going to meet that's the best way to go about any form of dating. And I think that goes even from the first step of like putting yourself out there on the dating app. And I think just be as real as, and as honest as possible. 
so many things can happen but like best case scenario like you had a fun night with somebody you flirt nothing feels so good like you know that first time when you're into a person they're into you and that's like the best thing or or more the worst thing that can happen if you're out in public it's just really awkward and you just have to that's why you have to do have like four girlfriends that are like your escape plan so it's like you're gonna call me instinct Yes. Because if you know that there's something off, get out. You can end a date whenever you want. There's nothing that says otherwise. You need to put yourself first and that's like your safety, but also your comfort. Mm -hmm. And if you're just not feeling it, like there's no point. It's all good. I think if you're scared of putting yourself out there, just fucking do it. It's going to be worth it. You'll learn a lot about yourself. Get rid of the shame of dating and meeting someone online and fucking go for it man i think you're Mm -hmm. gonna have a great fucking time even if it's just for fun just do it (laughs) yeah as somebody who was very anti-dating apps very nervous about it and who has ventured into it and primarily ventured in it through covid i 100 percent have found it worth it it's been fun (laughs) also i'm realizing like damn my years of retail experience really come in handy because i can fucking spin a conversation with anybody with a rock i can't yeah (laughs) i think it's it's worth it it's fun be safe and always meet in a public place that was gonna be my tip and trick always meet in a public place and then to bounce off of gabby's the listen to your gut and like you i feel like as especially with women and as women we feel like we have to be polite all the time Mm -hmm. and you really don't you don't Mm -hmm. owe anybody politeness if you feel uncomfortable and you want to get out get out Mm -hmm. you don't owe anybody literally anything if anybody's a murderino fuck politeness and if you don't feel comfortable just being like, I'm done with this, I don't want to be around you, always have an excuse. Yeah. It, like, just make up an excuse and go in ready with that. Yeah. Not that you ever need to have one, but I do mm-hmm. know that some of us are just not comfortable. Yeah. And maybe we're scared to say, like, no, I don't want to be here anymore. Or, like, this conversation is done, this date is done. Have an excuse. Have an emergency. Have, like, whatever it is that you need to do to get in there and feel as safe as you can that's what you need to do and that's the best way that you're going to go in there but also as much as you can try to not go in with so many negative thoughts of Mm. what can happen what might happen and just be open to the possibility of meeting someone great and maybe they'll be horrible and then you'll have a funny story and hopefully that will be all (laughs) And always, if you're meeting someone online, and maybe this is coming from my irrational fear of, like, you never actually know anybody, and it's, like, stranger danger, but tell somebody you're going on the date with that person yeah. and where you're going to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that if you get axe murdered by a serial killer, well, yeah. somebody will know. We'll at least know where your body is, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we'll at least know that you're gone. We'll know, we'll know something happened. I listen to way too many crime broadcasts. <laughs> you Tell best believe where you like, are four people have my notification have have my location <laughs> yeah i've definitely been on a date before and i just told my friend i need you to call me now mm-hmm. yeah and then like for some reason my phone call was just not working and we couldn't oh talk God, and then yeah. it's st- i was just like you know what i'm gonna fucking fake it i'm gonna fake it like oh, she can good, hear good, me good. and i started faking it and then my phone rings no! <laughs> 
No. Oh, Gabby. No, Gabby. Oh, that's so awkward. But I, at that shit. point, I was so desperate because I kept trying to get on the phone for like three tries and just she just could not hear me. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to fake it. I had the whole story in my head. But then the fucking phone rang and I was just like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> I've done the phone call bailout, but I always excuse myself from the table so oh. they don't hear the conversation. That's like I'll just smart. be like, oh, my friend's calling. I'll be like, I'll be right oh, back, and then so I get good. up and leave. Kate, that's good. I Fuck, should have that's done really that. Good. I was dating and dating apps. There's always so much to talk about. Yeah, and maybe, and I'm sure that we're going to have another time where we can re-enter this because I think it's also constantly evolving. We're also in just such yes. a weird timing with COVID that it's really yeah. hard to talk about dating during covid but it's just so different but everything that we need and feel is still there <laughs> you shouldn't feel ashamed that you are wanting to meet someone and that you are looking for someone whether there's a pandemic or not and i think know what you want know what you are looking for and it's okay to be picky it's okay to want to explore I also think we didn't really fully touch upon this, but dating apps are also a great way to explore your sexuality. Really see what your interest is. So I think take that opportunity. Don't be ashamed. It's It can be a safe place to do those things. And it can be a cool place to meet people too. Do we want to do our doing okay? Yeah. My doing okay is... Uh, my boyfriend and I started and finished, unfortunately, a TV show called Pure. It's on HBO. It got canceled and I'm trying to start a petition to bring it back. <laughs> it's such a wonderful TV show about such a serious and unknown mental disorder. It's so beautifully illustrated, so beautifully done. I love it so much. You sort of fall in love and hate every character. It's based on a book also called Pure and the author has your OCD and I think she just does a wonderful job of that. It also has great British humor so I think it's great. I think we need more shows that talk about really serious topics and show the seriousness of those topics, but can also have a lot of levity and joy within them. I want mental health and trauma and abuse to not be tropes. I want it to be something that is concrete and that is real and that it's um, very honest and depicted in a really authentic and proper manner. I just think that show does a whole combination of all these things really well. And I'm just really sad that it's done. Um, but speaking of like television movie kind of stuff, my doing okay this week is that um, I rediscovered a movie I completely forgot from my childhood called The Swan Princess. Oh or, my god. Um, yeah. Yes. Remember that? Okay. Yes. Thank you. So it's on Hulu. Oh my god. Still holds up. It is amazing. I rewatched it and I was not disappointed. Um, it also was like really like witty and snarky but in an adult way like there were jokes about taxes and stuff like that and it's like super <laughs> super progressive for like a 90s kids movie yeah. um but then i realized like you know how they always have the like because you liked this you may also like this so it started giving me a bunch of like children's movies but they were kids movies i completely forgot about like the rotel dorado and stuff like that oh so my i watched God, yeah. the uh swan princess one night uh the rotel dorado last night and then um, oh my god, what was tonight's? Um, The Prince of Egypt. I don't know oh, if you guys remember that yes. one, but I love that movie and I'm so excited. 
fuck i want to watch this shit now uh i think my doing okay i had just a really bad week recently but i had a really good week recently and in particular i had a day off and i made a lot of important phone calls had a therapy session and then i ended up going for a really wonderful walk which i haven't in a while and then i got fucking bagelosaurus which if there was a local Boston place to sponsor <laughs> me, please Bagelosaurus. Our yeah. dream sponsors, Dame and Bagelosaurus. Vibrators <laughs> and egg sandwiches. <laughs> like, yes. Well, I guess that is it for us this week. Um, Hit us up on yeah. Instagram at the Ladybirds Pod. Yes. Tell us your dating stories. <gasps> yes. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. We will talk to you next week. Bye! Bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.